got a Bible, whether you just turn with me to Matthew in chapter 2. You get all, the, all the Bible verses are going to be on the, the screen. I want to talk to you children. So I want you to listen to, to me, if you will. And I also would ask the great crowd that are in this morning to just give me your attention as well, just for a few minutes. It reads in Matthew in chapter 2 and verse 7. I'll need to stand because I can't see it and I'm reading from the message. Herod then arranged a secret meeting with the scholars from the east, pretending to be as devout as they were. He got them to tell him exactly when the birth announcement star appeared. Then he told them the prophecy about Bethlehem and said, Go find this child, the one I've been talking about. Leave no stone unturned. As soon as you find him, send word and I'll join you at once in your worship. Instructed by the king, they set off. Then the star appeared again. The same star they had seen in the eastern skies. We saw the stars on the stage today. It led them out until it hovered over the place of the child. They could hardly contain themselves. They were in the right place. They had had arrived at the right time. They entered the house and saw the child in the arms of Mary, his mother. Overcome, they kneeled and worshipped him. Then they opened their luggage and presented gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I wonder if the three kings would stand up for me. Just stand up and just turn round. This is what this story is just. We've lost one king. He's otherwise engaged. (laughs) But there were three kings. Actually, it doesn't say there were three kings. We just assumed there were three kings because of the three presents. There could have been more. There could have been less. But there was certainly more than one. And there were some wise men. That's all it said. came from the east. And we've seen these wise men on the stage. And what basically happened is these wise men came as a result of seeing a star. And the first thing they did, guys, was this. They bowed down and they worshipped Jesus. And then the second thing they did, which is very, very important, they brought luggage and baggage. They brought things to present to this special baby. And they presented gifts of gold, frankincense, And myrrh, if you boys want to sit down, that will be great. Thank you. And the thing is, these wise men came and gave, but Jesus didn't just take. Jesus, he too, gave. I'm going to make a comment on that in a moment. But before I do that, because I'm really nosy, I just would like to find out what some of you have asked your mums and your dads for Christmas. You know, what sort of presents you'd like. Does anybody want to tell me? Put your hand up. What you've asked for, what you'd like. Yes, Tom. Batman. A Batman, what, a Batman? Cave. Wow. Cave. Mom, he wants a Batman cave. Okay. What a beautiful Mary. What would you like? A girl's motorbike. <laughs> Darren. Where's, where, there's, there's Kat and Darren. She wants a girl's motorbike. What, a thousand cc Kawasaki? <laughs> She's saying yes, okay. Yes, John, what would you like? You want a what? A remote control car. 
I'm going to come around your house and I'm going to play with it then because I like remote control cars as well. We'll have one more. Yes, what would you like? Sorry. Lego. Good old Lego. Okay, you can put your hands down now. There are things that we like, we'd like for Christmas and they're called presents. They're called gifts. But you see, Jesus didn't just receive gifts, but he also gave a gift. You may say, well, how did you do that? Well, we've heard on the stage you've done it and from the pastor, Dougie Pink, this morning. <laughs> the greatest gift ever given into the world was when God sent his one and only son, Jesus, as the greatest gift for mankind. It was the greatest gift to pay the debt. And that debt was our sins, all the things done wrong. And it was for everyone. Now, when Jesus came, this is where I want to get to, because actually he came as the present, but he also left something with us in the world. And the first thing is this, he left us love. Everybody say love. He left us love. In fact, John 3.16 says there, this is how much God loved the world. You see, he gave his son, his one and only son, that's Jesus. And this is why, so that no one need be destroyed by believing in him, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. He says there, for God so loved the world. He left us love in the world. You see, we all need love. I would believe it's the Beatles, was it? All you need is love. All you need is love. All you need is love. Love is all you need. Did you like that, Jacob? Was that cool? You see, the world is looking for love. It really is because there's a lot of hurt in the world. There's a lot of ugliness in the world. There's a lot of loneliness in the world. There's a lot of abandonment in the world. But God came and gave us love, full of compassion, full of kindness, nice things that we do. This is what God does. He does good things for us, special things for us, because he loves us. I wonder if somebody could help me to just help these guys, because I don't think they're getting it out there, what this love looks like. Would anybody be bold enough to be able to take a pen and just draw what you think love looks like on, on this whiteboard? Who'd like to have a go at just drawing some love? Who'd like to be able to do that? What would, what would, you, what would you draw? Would you like to have a go, Jacob? Would you like to, come on then, come and have a go. See what this love looks like. See what you could draw on this board to show love. Mate, that is my word. Adam Liz, what a bright boy. A love heart. This brilliant. This describes God's love to you. He gives his heart to us in the form of Jesus. For all you guys out there, you need to know this. This is what love looks like because God revealed himself to us in the form of Jesus 
And he gave everything to us. If a child can get it, then we need to think a little bit carefully about this love that God gives. There's another gift that God has given to us. Would anybody like to know what it is? There's another, another one. And it is called joy. Now, I know joy is a beautiful girl's name, but he came to bring us joy. I wonder if we could just put the, um, on, the, uh, on the board there, the uh, screen, Luke in chapter 2 and verse 9 through to 10. I wonder if we can get it there. On Is that the right verse? Yes. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of what? Great joy for all the people. You see, this is the second present that Jesus left to us. It wasn't just his love, but he gave us his joy. I tell you what, we need joy in this world, don't we? We don't just need joy at Christmas. We need joy 365 days Because the fact is, life can be very miserable. Life can be very difficult. There are people with much pain, people who are unhappy, people with sadness, people with tears. Maybe you've come in this morning. I'm just going to talk to the adults for a moment. And you've got real heartache. I want to say God wants to replace that heartache with his joy. He wants to remove the void, the aching void of your heart and fill it with laughter and fun and joy. Jesus comes to give us hope and comes to give us joy. I wonder if somebody would like to help me. What do you think joy would look like? What do you think we could draw to show joy? What, what kinds of things? Tom, would you like to have a go? Let's see what we get from here, Marie. This will be good, won't it? There you go. Do you want to have a go? You have a draw on that there. Does anybody else want to have a go after? See, what, what do you think would be good to have at a party, Tom? A b- ah, he's got it. Just balloons. That's it. And another one. And another one. Do you want to do a big one? Draw a big one. Wow. When I talk about joy, think about a balloon. A balloon fills a child's life with joy. Jesus came to give us his love, but he also came to give us his, what? Joy. If you're miserable this morning, the Bible says that God comes. And for those who will believe on him... He will fill them with an inexpressible joy. An inexpressible, glorious joy for those who would believe on Jesus. Guys, you're doing really well. You're very well behaved. I can see it's the bait of these sweets has really clinched it for you. But I said there were three presents. There's just one more that I just want to mention. Not only just Jesus give us his first one. What is it? His love, which is the heart. Not only does he give us his joy, which is a balloon, but he also comes to give us his peace. 
his peace. I wonder if we can go back to Luke in chapter 2 on the screen there and verse 13. Because there was an angel that had announced something. Did anybody here watch Kate and William's wedding? Did you watch the wedding this year? Did you see that when she came up to Westminster Abbey, there were some trumpeters that announced her coming. There was an announcement. There was an announcement for the coming of Jesus. And the angel announced his coming. And this is what they said. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, and saying, what were they saying? I'll need to look in my Bible. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace to men. Glory to God in the heavens and peace to those on whom his favor rests. Some of the audience here this morning, you've come in with no peace. You've come in with no joy. You've come in with no love. To live without love, to live without joy, is terrible. But to live without peace is unbearable. The stress and pressure of the world in which we live is immense. Outside of Christ, I don't know how people do it. Inside of Christ, it's hard enough. But outside of Christ... I don't know how people do it. But Jesus gave us a gift of his peace. Again, for those who would receive it and believe it, he announced peace to the world. This means peace for you guys, that some of you are getting a little bit older. There aren't too many of you, actually, but you have homework and you think, oh, I don't want to do that. He'll help you with your homework. Those who have gone through SATs, those who have gone through GCSEs, those who have gone through A-levels, if you ask him, He'll fill you with his peace. Those who are struggling with a mortgage payment, those who are struggling with rent, those who are struggling with food, those who are struggling with mountain, the mountain of bills, those who are struggling with chaos in your family, those who are struggling in a marriage, those who have difficulties with their children or their grandchildren. I'm speaking to all of you today. God's peace will come to you if you will believe and receive because it's a present that he has left with us. I wonder if anybody would be able to help me in terms of who wants to just have a go at describing this piece. It's a little bit more of a difficult one. So, I know she's my daughter, but do you think you could do this? Okay, right, come on then, have a go. Describe to me peace. What does peace look like to you, Eleanor? Need to give a running commentary. What is that? A son. What's that? Sea. Okay. Sand, I'm assuming. (laughs) 
yeah, baby. What are they? Oh, they're birds. Sorry, I thought there were ticks in the sky. Who thinks that's pretty awesome? Does this sound idyllic to you out there? They may say, well, is that possible? It won't be all the time, but in the midst of your storm, in the midst of the storm that rages, peace, tranquility can come to you. I'm not guaranteeing you a sunbed, sun-drenched, blue water, beach context, but you get the, the thought, peace, peace, fill in your hearts. I was reflecting this week on just one of, just a beautiful verse in John 14. I wonder if we could just put it up on the screen, just the last one, and then we're nearly through. And I just want to conclude, because this is what it says. Jesus said, this is Jesus talking, do not let your hearts be troubled. Any troubled hearts here today? Any people troubled by life? Jesus says, don't let your hearts be troubled. It's a choice we make. Trust in God. Trust also in me. What Jesus is guaranteeing here is peace. When you're troubled, guys, when you're worried, when you're frightened, when you're concerned, you just need to call on God. You need to ask God to give you his peace. When you're feeling lonely, ask God to give you his love. When you're feeling sad, you need to ask God to fill your heart with joy. Jesus came He presents gifts to those who will receive and believe. As I was preparing this and I did a little bit of preparation, I was in the car driving yesterday, just thinking it through in my mind. I thought, I know what I want to do here because there is a statement that I want to make over all of these children here today. And they may not be comfortable with holding hands or they, you know, they can link arms. But I wonder, kids, if you could just, if you're happy to hold the person's hand next to you, or link hands, because I want to pray. And I want to pray that the presence of Jesus would be each of these children's, and that they would be filled with his love, his joy, and his peace. It's a bold prayer throughout their lives. They would just know Jesus resident in their lives. I am going to include you guys in this because you may be here this morning. You have no sense of love. You just feel ugly and abandoned and alone. You may feel that you have no sense of balloons in your heart. All it is is sadness. You have no peace. All you feel is trouble and stress and pressure. As I pray, and I'm going to ask everybody to bow their heads in a moment and pray. I'm going to ask you to just reach out to God because it's to those who believe and receive. Jesus will deposit these things. As you call on God, as you ask God to help you, your journey may be that you're way away from God. But today you may pray a prayer to say, God, I'm coming closer to you. Will you show yourself to me? It may be a Christian here today, but your heart is troubled. And as you begin to call on God, God fills your heart again with what you need. I wonder if we'd all pray and bow our heads and whether we can hold hands kids because I want to pray over you guys in Jesus name Lord my hands are stretched out to these children I thank you for each of them they are precious and special to you oh my goodness they are so lovely I ask Lord that you would just protect them from this world 
Does anybody believe in this with me, church? That you just protect them from this world. My God, all the trouble that's in this world, you would keep your hand upon them. And Lord, I pray that as these children call on you, as they know you as a personal and special friend, they would be filled with love. They'd be filled with joy, full of balloons in their life. (laughs) And they'd have peace. I pray across the congregation today, and those who are struggling, those who are stressed, those who feel alone, that Lord, you too, for every adult, that you would fill them with your love and your joy and your peace. I ask this, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.